this is episode 9 of Unpack with Jack, and today we will be talking about why Calgary Flames will be a very promising team in the 2020-2021 NHL season. And let's talk about the first reason why, and that's Markstrom solving the goaltending problem that we had with last year. And I've talked a lot about Markstrom. I talked about him in my second episode, my, I think, um, fourth episode, and I think my third episode, too. So I talked a lot about Markstrom, but um, now there's just so much to talk about him, and I'm just going to start this episode off with him and solving the goaltender problem and with him signing a six-year deal with the Flames hoping he won't get outplayed um I think he can do very well now let's talk about it's like we're talking about the first talk it's like we're talking about the first topic about the first topic let's talk about the first topic about Markstrom which is the rivalry and I now that we're playing now that there's an all-Canadian division we're probably going to have a pretty big rivalry with Vancouver now that we took four of their players, which was Tan- Chris Tanov, Markstrom, Josh Levo, and Louis Domain, another goalie. I don't know why we took two goalies. And the reason why I think it'll be a bigger rela- rivalry with um, Vancouver is not only, yes, it's one of those players, but yes, it's all those players playing against their home team especially Tanov and Markstrom, because they played on Vancouver the longest. But Markstrom Markstrom um, is going to be in net, and he's going to be the one stopping Vancouver's goals. And he is he's going to be the one sparking rivalries, um, because I, cause goalies are the ones that, stop your goal from getting in like if you were to shoot a puck and the goalie stopped it you'd be mad at the goalie well not necessarily mad at the goalie but just mad and uh, that's there's and the goal and the goalie's the reason why you didn't get a score I mean a goal score a goal and so the fact that he'll play lots of games with Vancouver um, will be very interesting to see and um he uh, also played lots of games for Vancouver. He did very. He did so much in the playoffs with Vancouver. It's like it's like Vancouver just got betrayed. But it's the way of hockey. You gets um, you sign the player to a six year deal, then they play against you, and then a rivalry comes and really heats heats up the game. Okay, let's t- stop talking about rivalry. I mean, I wish I could talk more, but I just don't have any idea. I don't have more ideas about it. So let's move on to helping them get to the playoffs. Now, of course, he'll help us get to the playoffs. I mean, all goalies would be all goalies are pretty loyal to their team, so of course he'll help us to get to a playoffs. But Riddick was a good goalie. I liked him. I liked him in the twenty nineteen season. I thought he did very well, but last year um, he played a lot. He played a lot more games than he did in the 2019 season. I think he was our yeah he was our main goalie, so I think he got about average stats. I mean he didn't get as good as um, 
Markstrom, but he got almost he got almost the same. Like Markstrom got a little more better stats. So uh, it so I don't and I don't he didn't even help us with the playoffs. I mean he played like the second period. He played like twelve minutes of that one game, but he led in like three goals. So that didn't really help us at all. Um, so it'd be an, it, Mark Shims, I is a really nice addition to the team to help us get to the playoffs because not only is he a better goalie, but he's just had more experience. He's had more experience. He, he His stats are better. Uh, and what else? What else? Uh, I think... <laughs> I think he's just a better goalie than Riddick, and I think I also, I also think that his stats are very much likely to improve in the 2021 NHL season. Mainly because we've made a lot of really good changes this off season with signing all those good players and trading. Actually, I don't think we've traded once, but just I think Ward's fa- sign getting the new goalie, um, making. Joe Sigal, uh, this Sigalette, the new director of the goalie staff. Also, if you want to hear my episode on goalie staff, go to my go to my podcast. It's episode eight, so go check that out. Um, okay, back to the topic. It's um, yeah, it's good. Uh, we made some really good off-season moves, including making Joe Sigalette the director of the goalie staff, and I think he'll really. I don't. I haven't really. I didn't really um hear much about him, but like I didn't uh, get anything. I haven't. I didn't see his stats or anything, but I think he seems like he's had a lot of experience. So I think he can really inspire or improve Markstrom's stats. And if he can, that'll be super helpful. Not only not only to get us to the playoffs, but to go deep in the playoffs. Okay, let's talk about the last topic about Markstrom. That will be Riddick as backup. Yes, like I said, Riddick what well, isn't as good as like I said, Riddick is isn't as good as Markstrom. Markstrom's a little better. I mean, he's had more experience. He's played a lot more full seasons. But um overall Markstrom is a better goalie. And I think the reason why I'm talking about Riddick as backup, yes, he's a backup. Yeah, he's a backup goalie. You guys are probably thinking, yeah, he's a backup goalie. What does that have to do with Markstrom? I wonder how he can be, play, how he'll just, how he'll play with Markstrom. Not like play, play like forwards do with forwards or defensemen do with defensemen, but just like Riddick just giving him advice, um, inspiring him, and just helping him get through problems and I think the I think they'll make a pretty good duo. I mean Markstrom's at thirty years old and Riddick's at twenty seven. Uh Markstrom's is a little is three years older, so I mean Mark Riddick might not give him a little advice, but I think Markstrom it's not only Riddick giving Markstrom advice, but it might, it's also Markstrom helping Riddick getting through his harsh games and his problems and just it's also not only on the ice. It can also be off the ice. I th- so, yeah, I think they'll make a pretty good duo, both goalies, obviously, and I think just they'll just make a really good duo. Um, it, it'll be, well, 
It'll be cool to see what happens, especially with the changes the Flames have made. Okay, that's about it for the Markstrom topic. Now let's move to Chris Tanov bolstering our defense. I love saying that word, bolstering. Okay, anyways. Now, we lost um, TJ Brody and Eric Gustafson, two really solid defensemen that I thought did a lo- that I thought did pretty well. And the question the Flames coaching staff faces is where he f- is where Kristana fits in the lineup. There's speculation that he may play with Noah Hannafin or Mark Giordano. The loss of five defensemen combined with 36-year-old Giordano's point production, tailing off last season's leads, some to conclude that the team's defense will be weak, will be a weak spot in 2021. And that, and Chris Tanev is also very. Chris Tanev is also. Um, His reputation, if he Tanev has a reputation for his high hockey, high hockey IQ, because he ha, he's very good. He has a very good ability to move the puck and really knows how to block shots and just be a very solid defenseman. And so it, it's really it'll be really interesting to see where he fits in the lineup. And now since we lost, um, Tan. Brody, who's also a thirty-year-old veteran with Tanov, since they we lost Brody and Gustafson, um, sorry, the flame. Now that they lost Brody and those other defensemen, those defensemen, the flame. If you were to add those defensemen, the Flames lost a thirty-point-per-season defenseman in Brody, while Tanov. Brings around ten points, which isn't bad. I mean, I mean, defensemen's jobs aren't to get points; it's to block shots and help the goalie and move the puck around and assist and help the team. <laughs> I mean, that's what forwards do too. But, anyways, and he played average around thirty nineteen minutes per game, and if you were to add up ten points. 10 points in about 19 minutes per game. That's that's not bad. I mean, like I said, defensemen aren't supposed to get supposed to get 10 points. I mean, if it might his point percentage might change if he were to play with Noah Hannafin, mainly because I mean, he's younger and I think he's young, he's a lot younger and is just faster. He's probably faster and is probably faster and has probably maybe better skills than Tanif. No offense, Tanif, but I think his point total um, might um, might uh, uh, might if you were to play with Hannafin, his point point per season might change because uh, Hannafin, like I said, is young, it's probably faster and probably has better skills. Also, I'm mistaken. He doesn't get 30 points per game. He gets 10 points, 30 points per season, and Tanner gets 10 points per season. So that was a mistake by me. But not only, yes, we lost um, Gustafson and Brody and Derek Forbert, but 
I just really hope we don't lose Michael Stone or Travis Hamnick, but mainly Travis Hamnick, yeah? Michael Stone didn't play that many games, so it's, I, it's hard to compare him. But Travis Hamnick, I think he he has the same abilities as Tanev. He has um, the same abilities as Tanev and very like very solid defenseman, very good at blocking shots and good moving around the buck. So I think if Hamnick does get signed, I mean, the season starts on January 13th, so if you're a Flames fan, fingers crossed for signing Hamnick again. Well, at least if you're, a Ham- if you're a Flames fan and not a Hamnick fan, then you don't have to keep your fingers crossed. But if you're a Hamnick fan, keep like me, keep your fingers crossed, and let's hope he'll get signed the next season. Because if he does, I think he'll make a great duo with um, Chris Tanev. Okay, let's move on to the Flames offense, which will be led by... Kachuk, and mainly, mainly because, I mean, he did get the most points in this. He did get the most points in a season that last year with um, sixty-one. Johnny Gaudreau was second at fifty-eight, but he did get the most points, and he was just the leader in offense and skills. So I think he'll really help the offense and get get while. I mean, he's just getting started. He's only about 20, and I think he'll have some really high-point seasons, like like this season, where he'll get probably lots of points and just be a good lead. If Johnny Gajo doesn't make a comeback, then he'll just have to be a really good leader and get lots of points and inspire the team and spark the team and really help them because he, the team, if the team doesn't do as we expect them to do, I mean, with Marks and Montana, they probably will, or just our our off season changes. If those off season changes don't work as well as we the Flames usually planned, then Kachuk is just gonna really have to be a leader and lead them in points and just be a good good be the good offensive player we know he can be and as a twenty year old. Okay, enough of Kachuk. I mean yes he was a he is a big part of the offense, but let's move on to like the goals and get against and the Flames got ten goals, ten goals per game. No, I don't know if I'm reading this right, but I don't know what I I am don't know what uh, this says on my mind map here, but. It says something like P10 goals in 2020. Maybe like 10 goals per season. Never mind that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for keep waiting. But whatever, whatever it was, the flame, whatever it was that says on my mind map, it was worse than Vegas. It was worse than Vegas and worse than Vegas and the Canucks who had um, something like 250 goals per something. <laughs> but Vegas and... Vegas and... Um, Vegas and 
Chitsaw Connects got a lower goals against, got a lower goals against, which is also, I sounded like it was good for the Flames, but which is also bad for the Flames. And I think the that Tanov and Markstrom will help with that. Ta- Markstrom, because he's a good goalie and will pre- replace Riddick and just really replace Riddick and he's a goalie and stop the shots that, well, the Canadian teams bring to us. And Tanov, because he's just a solid defenseman and blocks shots and really can shoot the puck across the ice and pass it and start plays. So I think they are, will help the Flames goals against and just help the Flames offense statistics in general. Okay, I think that's enough for the offense, but let's move on to... Well, let's not move on. I mean, if we were to add up Markstrom solving the goaltending problem and Tanov bolstering the defense, and last but not least, the Flames improving their offense, improving the Flames' offense, if we add all, if all of those work out, then the Flames should. I really should. Really, I think they should. There's, if all that works out, there will probably be. A, like a 75 to 80% chance that they will go deep in the playoffs. Like they made all of those really help, but it's not only though it's not only those changes like Markstrom and Tanov that helped do the offense. The Flames after losing haven't gone farther in the playoffs in like a long time since one Round past the first round in a long time, so they're a hungry team. They they look they look back at their disappointments and they're just like, oh, we're gonna have to improve on this. And they got they're getting better. They're wanting to get farther into the playoffs. They're a new team, a hungry team that really that's gonna. I think they do get in the playoffs. They're gonna look out take. Look at that past and put it behind them and look at the future and just focus on the present and really get going and really help the Flames. So, yeah, they should go deep in the playoffs. I really hope so. That is about it for Episode 9 of Unpack with Jack. And remember, if you can't hack it, I'll unpack. Thank Goodbye.